Hey friends! In today's episode, we're going to talk about Cradle Cap. Ah, it's so frustrating and unsightly and kind of gross, but it's super common and that's why I'm going to go over why your little one might be dealing with Cradle Cap and some topical solutions and some dietary advice to help you overcome the condition as well as some supplement recommendations and a deeper plan for the really, really tricky cases. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's dig into today's episode. Hey mama, if you have kids struggling with eczema and you want to get them a life without itchy red skin, then this is the show for you, Eczema Kids. Here we go deep into diet guidelines, doable at-home remedies, and transformative healthy kids tools that will empower you to take your child's health into your own hands and win. If you are ready to say yes to eczema-free kids, sleeping through the night, and drug-free interventions, Hi, my name is Andrew McHugh, and I'm the coach and mentor for you. I created this podcast to equip you with the strategies you need to heal your kid's skin condition and soothe their sweet little faces. Let's eliminate eczema and reclaim our lives. Grab your egg-free snack, take a deep breath, and let's dig in to today's episode. Cradle cap is a pretty prevalent problem, especially amongst our little eczema sufferers. As if eczema wasn't enough! But up to 70% of infants will develop this condition within their first three months. So the condition's really common. So that's why I'm going to go over why your little one might be dealing with cradle cap, some topical solutions, dietary advice, and then a deeper plan for the extra tricky cases. Here's some likely theories about why your baby might be experiencing cradle cap. First and foremost would be an act a bacteria imbalance in the gut. Your baby is especially susceptible to this if they were given any antibiotics during delivery. We know from past episodes, your eczema sufferer is experiencing gut dysbiosis in some form already. So this is definitely an issue for them if they also have eczema. A yeast infection is another reason why they might be experiencing cradle cap because if they have a gut imbalance, if they are experiencing gut dysbiosis and they don't have enough of the good bugs, then basically it's much easier for the bad bugs to take over. So they they likely do have an issue with, with yeast. Low gut flora and an abundance of yeast or other fungi or a parasite equates to a weakened immune system. So breast milk is really the best way to address this. And if you can't breastfeed, donor milk is a really good option. And there's definitely some quality formula options as well. If you can get in that breast milk, try to do that. So when you combine low gut flora and then an abundance of yeast or something else, and then a weakened immune system, they add up to nutritional imbalances. So they're likely experiencing a deficiency in biotin and zinc, B6, selenium, or manganese, and all those can contribute to cradle cap. Some foods really rich in those nutrients are meat and bananas, avocados, organ meats, egg yolk is another good one, if you can do that, uh, winter squash and green peas. If you are still nursing, it's possible your baby is dealing with your elevated hormones as well, which can cause the baby's sebaceous glands to overproduce, then an overproduction of sebum, then an overgrowth of new skin cells, which 
then creates an abundance of flaky, crusty skin. So here's some dietary advice as to how to overcome these imbalances. One is you want to steer clear of wheat and dairy and really oily foods, like the bad oily foods, fried foods, things like that. Get in the good oils, that helps. Um, But all those are, you know, they're clogging and they're dense. And that's also what cradle cap is. It means things aren't flowing correctly and it is oily and, and crusty. Things that help to kind of break that up are pungent and stimulating foods like fennel seeds and cumin, garlic, turmeric, ginger, and even some pepper, which are all on the spring diet because that's the the qualities of spring. Spring is, is heavy and dense. And so, you know, those rhizomes and things like that really help break that up and, and stimulate the system, stimulate your, your lymphatic system. So try incorporate those in. If you're nursing, then it's easy because then that means just you have to eat that stuff, not (laughs) make sure your baby eats that stuff. I find that easier. (laughs) More foods that would really help increase those those nutrients that they're likely deficient in, the biotin, zinc, B6, selenium, manganese. You can do shellfish. Those have really high manganese levels. Uh, brown rice, chickpeas, spinach, pineapple. All those foods can help remedy cradle cap. It's important to also get extra omega-3s. In your baby's diet, you can do that with cod liver oil. My my two-year-old takes the Carlson brand lemon-flavored cod liver oil as many days as I remember, and she loves it. She just has a couple tablespoons straight up. So that's been really successful. Also, the, the uh, Springboard brand, so that's the children's arm of orthomolecular, they have these little omega pearls that went over really well and are easy to chew if your child is old enough for that. And then you can also get it from salmon, of course, oysters, flaxseed, chia seed. Those are all good sources of omega-3s. And then they also need to have vitamin D in their diet. Ideally, you get that from the sun. You know, I know you'd want to protect your babies, but get them in the sun let them soak in that vitamin D naturally as much as you can, especially now and in the winter when the sun isn't out as often. And then you can also supplement a small amount of vitamin D in addition to that. I wouldn't so much in the summer if they're if they're getting a lot of sun time. Good sources of vitamin D nutritionally are, well, butter or ghee, uh, salmon, beef liver, tuna's one as well, but it, it's usually too high in mercury. I would stay away from that. Um, egg yolks, those are all good sources of vitamin D. And then probiotics, you definitely need to start introducing that into their diet and to help their, their gut flora. And that'll help, you know, all this will help their eczema condition as well as cradle cap. There's a lot of different baby probiotic options a lot of them are powder form, which I found hard. If you are just exclusively nursing, I don't, you know, I didn't want to like palm to make a bottle to put the powdered supplements in. Mary Ruth Organics, the organic liquid probiotic, just unflavored. That's been going over really well with my new infant. Um, and it also has a strain that's supposed to be the best for them. It's called, I might 
butcher this, but actually the bottle is just right here. It's really important to include in your little one's diet, especially if they were exposed to any antibiotics throughout your pregnancy or during delivery. So it's called Bifidobacterium infantis. Mary Ruth's Organic Liquid Pro Probiotic has that, and it tastes like water. It's really easy to administer. So I would recommend that. You can also put something on your nipple. I always found that to be a little hard. I would probably avoid the fermented foods like kefir and kombucha, sauerkraut, things like that. Because, you know, things that are made with yeast, we're trying to get rid of yeast in the case of cradle cap. And right now, as it stands, if you're experiencing an active case, you need to steer clear of those fermented foods. Uh, other supplements that might be worth including are just coconut oil, if you can work that in, since it is antifungal. Desbio, the brand Desbio, has a dropper type of supplement. It does smell a little alcoholy and is a little hard to take, but I think it does help kill off some of that yeast. And then Bio Biocidin is another option, but this one is really, really strong. It has a lot of antifungals in it that are extremely extremely powerful. They recommend just one drop per 10 pounds of body weight. So I would just check in with a medical professional before you try to administer something as strong as that. So yeast is normally harmless and it's it's present, you know, within on all of our systems and on everyone's skin but it could cause an infection when the skin is damaged along with your kid having a depressed immune system as our little eczema warriors do this is a concern and so if the cradle cap is getting to be where the the skin is exposed like it's open it could infect deeper tissues and get the bloodstream and and cause some more serious illness because it's a two-way street the the inside affects the outside and the outside affects the inside. So if you are there, then it is important that you get that remedied. And then topically, I found the best solution to be just putting a bunch of oil on their head in the beginning of the day or even just an hour before bed. I know it's messy. Um, jojoba oil has worked really well for me. Flax seed oil is fine for our little eczema kids or evening primrose oil is another good option or coconut oil, you know, especially if there's like a dandruffy component to that, the coconut oil can help eat up the fungus. And that's been successful for us as well. And then just get the most fine tooth comb you can find and, you know, start combing it out after the oil has been sitting on your little one's head for quite a while. And hopefully, you know, that takes away the problem along with supplementing and eating a balanced diet. If it isn't, then you need to look into doing a little more involved protocol, which you would first need to reestablish healthy digestion first and foremost, because that means that you have a, a bigger yeast problem than, than a little, little bit of cradle cap. You need to be pretty vigilant about taking out fruits and, and all sugars, all forms of sugar from your little one's diet. And then also yeast containing foods like cheese or mushrooms or wheat. I mean, you should be on a gluten-free diet right now while you're trying to heal anyway. And then you need to start promoting their immune system and their their general source of vitality. This is called ojas in Ayurveda. And it it's just like the essence of the person. If our kids 
have a really bad case of cradle cap and a really bad case of eczema, I mean, it's very clear that they aren't thriving, that they need a little extra help to boost that immunity and that vitality. You, you have to still abide by just a clean and balanced diet. And then even deep breathing really helps this as well. So if your child is nursing, I find it really helpful and really calming for myself and my infant to just focus on doing deep sort of meditative breaths while I'm feeding them. And then with my toddler, it really helps to just do the same thing with her sitting on my lap, you know, maybe before bed, if you're just walking, rocking, or it's just quiet before, before bedtime, just being the example instead of asking them to do it. I've found has been really helpful. And then there's so many fun little meditation clips, audio clips, things like that, that you can do with your older kids. Try to get a CD or something like that. So you're not, you know, my goal is to eliminate blue light from them as early in the evening as I can, as far away from bedtime as I can. So we don't mess with their melatonin production and, and their general sleep. If you can find a little meditation CD and an old school CD player that's helpful to have in their room. So then you need to start addressing the overgrowth with natural herbs. So olive leaf extract and I mean grapefruit seed extract, which is super strong, clove oil, oregano oil, all these things have activity against a lot of different microbes, including yeast. Those are all things to be mindful of and you're going to need to address if the yeast overgrowth is is that prolific. Do keep in mind again that you really need to work with somebody who understands these herbs before administering them to your little one. They are they are super strong. They're super effective. And then you need to start detoxifying the liver as the overgrowth starts dying off. They're going to need a little extra liver support. So you can do that again with herbs and again with a really clean, balanced diet. And then we can focus on restoring the the normal flora that, that needs to be in their guts to ward off these type of problems and infections in the future. And you can do that, you know, with a probiotic again. So this is stuff that you're already doing. And if you do need some extra help getting cradle cap or eczema under control, I would love to meet with you. I do eczema elimination sessions and I can meet you where you're at. You can come up with an actionable plan to get your kid comfortable and happy and on their way to healing. Take care, mama. You're doing great. Hey friend, if today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.